What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Big Paizan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about diet and dieting. I'm not going to get into any crazy specifics about macros or what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Everybody's different. Everybody's trying to achieve different things. So we're not going to get into any crazy detail. Primarily, what I want to talk about is how the whole concept of dieting and the, just the term itself has mutated, it has changed, and become something negative rather than something positive as it originally was. Later on, I'm going to be joined by my two co-hosts, Leo and Mel. They're a lot better at the whole dieting thing than I am. Being Italian, I think it's against my genetics to deprive myself of anything. Um, they've been a lot more successful. They've tried different things every time. They modify different intakes and increase and decrease in order to achieve whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. Um, I want to get going and just talk about back in the day, earlier on, the term diet simply meant whatever it is that you consumed. It just, it was a term that symbolized, this is what I eat. That's what your diet meant. So if your day consisted of nothing but donuts and pizza and hamburgers, that was your diet. That's it. It didn't mean you were depriving yourself of anything. It didn't mean you were cutting anything out. It just meant, this is what I eat. You can use it, I mean, obviously, when we're describing the animal kingdom, you say a lion's diet consists of meat. It doesn't mean that he doesn't eat anything else, or they don't forage anything else, whatever, but that's just their primary food intake. That's what they eat. Today, bodybuilders still use that. As you can see in the memes, you see what I posted on the Facebook group, Athletes don't diet and exercise, they eat and train. And you know what? If they're bulking and so they're eating cookies every five hours, well, that's their diet. That's what they're doing. So the main point that I'm going to try to get to today is to help you guys start to think about diet in that way, to think of it as this is what I eat, this is what I consume. I'm trying to achieve X and I'm going to eat X in order to get there. This is how I'm going to achieve my goals. Thinking of it in a more positive light, in a more positive way, will help. Because if you're trying to achieve any type of body goal, whether you're trying to tone up or grow muscle, whatever it is that you're trying to do, depriving yourself of food is just not going to work. So what I'd like to do now is bring in the two co-hosts, and we're going to talk a little bit about what they like to do, how they like to modify based on what they're doing. So, what's up, guys? How are you all doing? Hey, big guy. This is Mel. Hey, this is Leo. How are you guys doing? What's going on? We're great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. So, you guys heard the intro. You heard what it is that we're talking about. Um, what do you guys think about how diet has changed over the years? Yeah, I definitely think it has changed. You know, it's gone from... Uh, you know, uh, working on a farm, eating all the food that you, you have available to you. Now that we have these uh, big chain grocery stores uh, and, and all this research out in the public, we've become more picky about what we eat. We've decided that some things, whether it be fat or calories or, uh, you know, whatever else is unhealthy and we need to cut particular pieces of the nutrition label, uh, completely out and, you know, I, I don't really believe that that's uh, what's best for us as, as people. That, that's a good point. It's almost like we didn't become picky until we had all these options. Before, you didn't have the option to say, you know what, I'm not going to eat bread. No, you are going to eat it because you might starve if you don't. That's actually a really good point. 
Now, Mel, being a female, you guys obviously react to things differently than men do. I mean, it's just psychology, it's the biology, the way that it works. What do you see women doing? I mean, obviously, women tend to go to the extreme when you do diets. Am I right? It's yeah, we tend to cut everything off at once. <laughs> um, well, I think everything is about balance. We think that if we eat fat foods, then we're just going to get fat. But fat foods are actually good for you. There's exactly, the good kind yeah. and the bad kind. You just have to learn which one is which and, and learn what your body can adapt to. Right, right. So you got things like avocados and those are some of the good fats, some of the good oils. Yeah. You've got your nuts. You've got... Like you said, the avocados, there's even like the coconut oil that is out there now. Right. All those that can be beneficial for your body. You don't have to limit yourself to not having good fats. Right, right. So, now, most of the time, I kind of see the problem that guys are not very good at dieting. I guess because women, am I right in thinking that women, as they're growing up, from an early age, they're kind of already taught to deprive themselves of certain things in order to achieve certain body images. Is that is that right? Is that yeah? I think part of that is that we know self control a little bit better. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We uh, we've seen it that we I, we can just have what we need and learn that our bodies are full right. instead of a guy that can just sit there in front of a giant burger and finish it because it's in front of us. We hoard, we hoard, yeah. Right, so we, we know when to stop. Yeah, and if I can uh, intercede there as a man on the other side of this equation, uh, when I go out to eat with friends and I see um, maybe some female friends' plates left uh, with food on their plate, I feel obligated as a male to finish all the food. It's almost a, a societal or, or cultural norm that the man uh, or men are expected to uh, to not waste food. And so we eat what's given to us. And given portion sizes today in restaurants, uh, that's not always the best for us either. Uh, just automatically to say no food can be wasted. That fried chicken, I got to eat it, not because I want it, not because it's good or bad for me, but just because it needs to be done. Right. So you end up overeating more than just eating what your portion is in front of you. Exactly. Yeah, people nowadays definitely have issues with portion control. That's why you see some of these like Nutrisystem programs and things like that. That's kind of what they're getting at with Weight Watchers and all that. So, a little bit about portion control, yeah. calorie count, protein count. It's learning to balance what your body's needing. Yeah, the main thing out here, guys, here's what y'all need to know. Everybody listening out there who's struggling with the topic, it's all about ingesting the proper foods. It's not about limiting yourself. It's not about decreasing. It's about eating the right things, eating what your body needs in order to fuel itself, in order to achieve the goals that you're trying to do. That's not to say that you can't limit yourself. Obviously, if you're trying to slim up, if you're trying to get some lean muscle mass going and get that shredded look, I hate to tell you, but you can't have sugar. You're not going to be able to eat candy bars. You're not going to be able to eat donuts and get that way. You're going to have to limit that sugar intake. You may have to cut it out entirely for a certain amount of time. But there's a difference between analyzing what you're doing and saying, okay, I'm going to reduce here, eliminate here, and kind of tweak this over here. 
and saying, you know what, I'm just not going to eat anything except for a piece of toast in the morning, I'm going to lick an apple for lunch, I'm going to eat a cheese cube as a snack, and then maybe I'll have a carrot for dinner. That's a completely different thing. That's just not going to get you anywhere fast. I mean, you'll lose weight, sure, but it's unsustainable because your body needs nutrition. You have to eat. It's just the way it is, especially if you're working out. Guys, girls, we burn a lot when we exercise through your sweat, through your muscle. Your muscles need to be fed, and if you don't feed them, they're not going to grow, and you're just not going to get anywhere. It's just not going to happen. So, you guys tell me, whichever one of y'all wants to go first, what is, what are you doing now? What are you guys working on right now? What are you limiting? What did you manipulate? What is your plan right now? What are you guys currently running at? So, over the past few weeks, we've seen that we are not being able to lose the weight that we need. So, we started cutting out things that we saw were unnecessary and unhealthy for our lifestyle at the moment. So, we are cutting out cheese. Um, and I say that with just standalone cheese. If it's in a salad, that's great because it's giving you the fats that you need. Um so you're just not eating blocks of cheese blocks or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, we're limiting our alcohol intake. That's a tough we, one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's very tough. <laughs> a small glass of wine can have up to two, three hundred calories, and then you're going straight to bed. So it's just turning into fat in your body. Um, we're also limiting our sugars, like you said earlier. We're not having any sweets, no candy bars, nothing like that. Unless it's medically necessary, we're having it, but. Surely enough, we can find substitutes for that. Um, and the last one is uh, chips. Yeah, so we've uh, specifically out. chips. Yeah, specifically <laughs> chips. chips. So, um, honestly, Mel and I worked together to think about what our lifestyle weaknesses were. So instead of jumping on Jenny Craig or whatever <laughs> diets there are out there, we thought, okay, let's cater this to ourselves. We can do this. So. You know, I was having a little shot of whiskey before bed to put myself to sleep. See, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> wrong. But, you know, actually, uh, you don't sleep quite as well. And that's another factor with alcohol. Is it's, it's, it's empty calories. You don't sleep as well. You wake up a little more tired, and that's not good when you want to go exercise. So, uh, you know, we picked things like that, things that were really um, just truly didn't hold much nutritional value to us. Um, and we're really only planning on doing this for a short time. We're using it to uh, not to fundamentally change our bodies, but to change our lifestyle. So our goal is after this diet, um, we can go back to eating and drinking these things, but that we'll do them in different proportions than we were doing before. We, we said, all right, we need a few weeks to, to change our lifestyle um, from before to after. And so, you know, once we're off this diet, maybe we won't be sipping on uh, a scotch before bed and, and downing all the chips before our meal even comes. So. so you guys touched on something that I want to elaborate on, kind of explain to people. You said the term empty calories, and some of y'all out there might be scratching your heads like, what do they mean by empty calories? I know when I first started, people used to tell me that. They used, I would eat a Big Mac and then be hungry an hour later, and they would also, well, yeah, because you're eating empty calories. And I just didn't understand how a hamburger could be empty. But the the point, the whole thing behind empty calories is that everything that you eat when you're training, when you're working out, when you're trying to achieve your body goals, everything you eat has to serve a purpose. Jay Cutler is famous for saying that he doesn't eat food for the taste, he eats it for the function. 
And that's absolutely true. What he eats, everything that these bodybuilders are, you know, even just people at the gym that are trying to lean up and lose that weight, get that physique going, everything that they put in their bodies serves a purpose. If they're eating that stick of cheese, it's because they need some sort of nutrition from it that they get specifically from that. If they're eating that lettuce leaf, it's not because they enjoy eating a lettuce leaf, but it's because they need whatever it is that they're looking for, and that's what they're getting it from. So when they were talking about wine earlier, it's empty calories because that glass of wine has nothing for you. It's not helping you in any kind of way. Yeah, it's helping you feel good, but body-wise, it's not getting you anywhere. It's not giving you any sort of vitamin or protein or anything like that. So that's where the whole empty calorie thing comes from. Now, another thing that I wanted to elaborate on was, was what are you guys trying to achieve? What is it you went on to, you're cutting things out, like you're saying you're not eating chips, you're not eating wine and things like that. What are you guys trying to get to? Like, what are your current goals right now? Are you trying to lean up? Or are you just trying to get rid of some of the excess weight? Or where are you guys headed? What is it, the outlook here? You know, honestly, uh, I'm trying to turn some of my fat into muscle, to be honest. Uh, my diet, I let it slip a little bit while I was still running and going to the gym. Uh, I also have, you know, I've got medical issues that can uh, add to your fat on your body. And um, I, I really needed a fundamental change to get rid of uh, belly fat. To be honest with you, man, that's a big problem. Um, and as you, as we all age, what we did before doesn't work um, year after year. Right. You know? we, we've got to sort of tighten up and readjust and reevaluate. Now, something that I wanted to speak up to real quick, you know, the, the whole turning fat into muscle. Now, let me explain to you guys. That doesn't actually happen. You don't actually transform fat into muscle. What happens with like the diet that Leo is on, the things that he's following right now, is you're burning that fat while gaining that muscle. A common way to describe that is you're turning fat into muscle. Just kind of elaborate that, unfortunately, it does not magically happen that way. It's just different processes are happening. But Mel, what are you trying to reach? I'm almost on the same page as Leo. We're, we're trying to tone our bodies. We're trying to, like you said, lose that body, uh, that, that excess belly fat. Right, and turn it into that muscle. So we were talking about earlier how even though we step on a scale, we may not see many changes, but we know that we're running more, we're exercising more, we're having a healthier lifestyle. And we're, we're losing that fat and we can notice it and we can see our, our bodies getting more defined. Right, right. Um, and, and that's kind of ultimate, our, our, our ultimate goal at the moment is to, to lose that extra pounds that we may have put during Christmas time and <laughs> get ready for summertime. Now, do you guys use a food journal or anything like that? Or is it just kind of remembering what you're eating and or pointing out the obvious stuff like obviously you know if you're eating too much chips or you know how do you guys do it what do you yeah well we keep our diet pretty simple it's only those four things the alcohol chips uh cheese and uh, sweets desserts the common the common enemy yes uh which really allows us to hold each other accountable have our friends hold us accountable uh, when you only have four things to worry about rather than looking at nutrition labels all the time, like you look at what kinds of foods 
uh, injuring from, from having it. And, you know, it really makes dieting a little bit easier. Um, I will say, as uh, Big pointed out, that, you know, I had let myself slip a little bit. I had uh, gained a little bit of belly fat. I had limited my gym to just one, maybe two days a week. Um, and what I didn't realize in this journey is that going back uh, to the gym and starting this diet, I'm actually twice as fat as I thought I was. <laughs> because what happened is I used to be muscular and slim, and I let myself slip, but in both arenas. So I was losing right. muscle as I was gaining fat. And so now when I'm trying to readjust and bring my old body back, um, as I lose my fat, I'm simultaneously gaining muscle. And so my weight change isn't what it you know needs to be, even though I feel better. And people tell me I even look better. Um, your weight gain comes slower than you think it will, especially if you come from uh, being previously fit and, and maybe muscular and, and you've let it slip. It can be quite a journey to get back. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, what some of you guys need to think out there, none, none of this happens overnight, and it takes a lot more manipulation than you think. It took a long time for you to get to where you are. If you're overweight and you haven't been active before, this didn't happen overnight. You didn't wake up one day fat. I mean, it took a long time to get you there. And it's going to take a lot of undoing. It's going to take a lot of manipulation. You can start with the basics and say, okay, I drink too many sodas. I'm going to stop drinking soda. And that's great. And that's going to work for a little while, but then your body's going to adapt and you're going to find that you have to change one other thing. And then after that, another thing. Um, we talked a second earlier about how going to the gym while you're not eating very well. You cannot out-train a bad diet. And I mentioned this in episode one. You're not going to be able to go to the gym, work out, and then hit up a McDonald's twice a day and expect to see any sort of changes. You can have your cheat meals, obviously. helps keep your sanity. It helps keep you going. In moderation, that's perfectly fine. But you cannot expect to eat junk food or those empty calories that we were talking about before and think that you're just going to burn them all off in the gym. It just doesn't work that way. Now, Mel, what are some of... What is a common female trap, I guess if I can call it that, that a common misconception that women fall into about dieting. What is it that you're seeing a lot of? Like, I see women tend to say, I'm going on a diet, I'm eating nothing but salad. That's obviously not nutritional if you're just eating a salad with some oil and vinegar. What do you do? How do you modify those things to help them be more effective? If they do want to take that route of, there's a whole bunch of stuff I need to cut out. I need to get rid of sweets. I need to get rid of the candies. I drink too much soda. I have, you know, like you guys said earlier, chips. I eat way too much bread. What's a good way that you like to eliminate or reduce a whole bunch of stuff and replace them with what? What do you like to eat that's still fulfilling and helps you achieve those goals? Not that you're sluggish. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they say that you are what you eat. Yep. So, we, oh, I personally learned that by having more protein in my diet, by having um, just different type of yogurts and, and finding okay. the balance in a lot of things have helped me. I see a lot of women um, try to, like you said, cut out all those foods, but carbs are going to find you at the end of the day. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, everybody limits them and then they get to their goal and shortly <laughs> after that. 
it gets them in no time. Right. Um, so, one, it's slowly incorporating those things back into your diet. And like you said, just finding that balance, having maybe okay. those cheap, cheap days and stuff like that. Um, like I said earlier, finding um, a balance with breakfasts. They're very high in carbs. Yep. Um, those breads, all that stuff. Um, we learned that in having a yogurt with perhaps granola or having a banana with a protein, so a little bit of peanut butter, just something that is going to sustain you and keep your mind away from those little snacks that everybody has around at work. Everybody brings in their cookies, everybody brings in their oh, donuts because yeah. it's National Donut Day, all those little things. When you're when your belly's full and you know that it's full and good nutritional food, then you're not going to think about those things. Right, right. So yeah. listen to your body, don't. Right. Don't yeah. force feed yourself or anything like that. Right. And I mean, obviously at work, there's a lot of peer pressure when it comes to that. Everybody brings that to yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so learning to find those small balances um, for lunches. Maybe just don't do a, a salad, plain old salad. Bring a little bit of chicken, bring a little bit of, of turkey. Just something that is going to fulfill you and, and not that's going to make you starve for the next five hours because then your brain is going to get the best of you. And you're going to eat that junk food. Right. So just kind of find that. Um, we learned to not eat so much for dinner, to cut down before maybe six, seven o'clock at night. Right. right. Um, when you eat and, and you go straight to bed, your body doesn't have that time to metabolize your... Yeah, everything um, slows down. Right. So okay. that's what that's sort of what I've learned and we all have our ins and outs. Right, right. Now, Leo, um, a common thing for guys is that we we try to limit foods, we try to watch what we eat, and a lot of times what ends up happening is we cut out too much protein, and we need that protein in order to grow those muscles, in order to get bigger. How do you like to keep the protein going while still eating clean foods? I mean, aside from the staples of, like Mel mentioned, you have your chicken and your turkey and red meats and things like that. What else do you put in your foods? What do you, What is your go-to quick protein source, if you will? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I grew up with a uh, nutritionist as a mom. And it's <laughs> really interesting to listen to her talk about protein. So protein, uh, which we all know helps build muscle, right? It wow. comes in different qualities um, and different types of protein. And I like to, to vary it a little bit. So you don't uh, only get protein from the chicken and the meat that you eat, but you get it from the yogurt and especially what my mom's personal favorite was, was eggs. Um, oh, yeah, eggs are awesome. Yeah. And, and so, you know, uh, a lot of times even nuts uh, and, and some other uh, vegetables and beans can add some protein to your diet. Um, and I think incorporating, um, you know, yogurts, eggs, uh, on top of your meats, even like peanut butter and, uh, you know, other more natural, healthy sources and a, a more diverse variety, uh, can really help you, uh, build muscle. Yeah, I mean, peanut more. butter is the glue that holds us all together. Absolutely. I love peanut butter, powdered peanut butter now. I discovered that a little while ago. It goes on everything. It goes everywhere. And you know, it can really change, um, you know, I have a banana for breakfast almost every day, and a banana doesn't hold me over very well. But every bite of a banana I take in the morning now, I put just a tiny little bit of peanut butter on it. 
And that added protein, especially those added fats, help hold me over for the rest of the day. Good tip, good tip. So in closing, I want to thank you guys for being here. Hope to have you back for the next episode where we're going to talk about beginner training. I've been receiving a lot of questions, people stepping into the gym for the first time ever or for the first time in a while, and they're confused. They have no idea what to do, how much weight to lift, do they run, do they jog, do they run while they're lifting, they just have no idea. So we're going to do a quick episode, uh, give you guys some samples, give you guys some ideas, some guidance. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. We are on big.paizan.fitness. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, apaizan at gmail.com. And remember, if you're selected, as if your question is selected, you get a free t-shirt. So there's a little incentive there. We also have a Facebook group by the same name. Join us there. You get a free promo code to get free shipping or deeper discounts on our website for some of our apparel. If you guys want to go check it out, it's human to apparel.com they uh, are nice enough to host some of our stuff there so until next time you guys enjoy the rest of your day and keep lifting thanks thank you take care